Hello, everyone, and welcome to Define. Today, we're going to be talking about breaking points. Now, I I think this is a pretty self-explanatory phrase since a lot of us, I would say all of us, have experienced a breaking point on large scales and small. But for the sake of clarity, uh, the definition of a breaking point is the moment of greatest strain at which someone or something gives way. And as I'm thinking about this, you know, and, and the reason why this phrase even came to mind is as I'm listening to Katie's interview, which we did last time, she basically hit a point where she left everything behind. She left her home, she left friends, she left her family, she came to a new state, a new culture, a new religion. You know, that's a huge shift. And that's not a lot, that's that's a kind of shift that not a lot of people could easily make or not do without a lot of positive or negative pressure associated with it, right? So as as I talked to her, it's like, okay, well, what what got her to the breaking point? It made me think of the other interviews I've done so far. And you know, when we when we talk about someone's breaking point, usually it's not just this one moment. Even if you go or go through something horribly traumatic, whether you see it or experience it, the first emotion you're feeling is not a breaking point, it's shock, right? And it just kind of builds up and the consequence of the trauma and all the other stuff coming around it. That's usually what leads to the breaking point. It's kind of the straw that broke the camel's back, right? And we've all we've all had that. So as I'm thinking about these breaking points, it's okay, well, what leads to that? How can I handle it? And you know, what do you do? What are you supposed to do with this knowledge? Because look, we're we're all gonna go through it. You know, if you think, okay, well, I had my one. No, we we all have multiple breaking points. I I uh, am terrible because I'm one of those people that just let things build and build and build, and then I just go, done. And that's not a healthy way to go about it. So I'd like to talk about some of the stuff that kind of comes up and ways we can recognize that we're nearing a breaking point and how to address it. So the first thing, and I kind of hinted this earlier, breaking points don't just happen. It's not something that happens right at the moment of something crazy. And when people crack, it's it's when their stress levels become unbearable. And that doesn't necessarily that can happen in a short amount of time, don't get me wrong, because some horrible things can happen and, and build up stress really quickly. But most of the time it's just this accumulation of stress and anxiety and depression. And it's when we stop paying attention to that and go, oh, it'll just go away. When we're when we're uh, reactive to that kind of emotion and just wait for it to go away, it just keeps building. And people experience in very different ways. So they, some people can notice it immediately and turn it off, which hopefully I will get to that point in my life. Um, what I tend to do is ignore it. And some people just completely overreact. You know, when you think of, honestly, when I think of breaking points that a lot of people know about, it's when Britney Spears shaves her head. And as I've gotten older, I'm like, yeah, I freaking get it because her life was insane and she was at a breaking point. So like my judgment for Britney Spears has gone down. But when I think about it, I'm like, holy crap, like how much stress do you have to be under to make a decision like that? But we all have, not, maybe, probably not as public because we're not under the eye, you know, the public eye like that. But still, it's just crazy. Um, but with chronic stress... You know, whether it's caused by trauma or just life's really hard or mental illness or anything like that, the whole point is you notice it 
you get irritated, and finally you can't stand it anymore. And at what point we can't stand it anymore, or at what point we even consciously notice it, kind of determines how we can act like that. Now, when we think about a breaking point is a moment of greatest strain. And the time of the greatest strain, we we just react very irrationally. And there's a really good book called Predictably Irrational. It kind of goes into this. Uh, and in that, in that study, they cite it's, it's about arousal. And that's kind of the interesting thing when I think about the breaking point, when I looked up studies, most of the time it's not, you know, what I think it is, right? It's like, okay, what's the breaking point in my divorce? What's the breaking point in me as a parent? What's the breaking point in me with work? When I looked up studies, most of them were about, you know, people handling their breaking points or breaking points in the ICU and breaking points in lockdown, breaking points with handling COVID. And it's talking, you know, and these studies are really interesting because they're talking about how we have to be very empathetic because this different kind of stress, this ongoing stress, we we look back and think, wow, that was stupid. Why would someone do that? Or why did I do that? And the fact is you hit a breaking point and it, you become irrational for a certain length of time. It could be a moment. It could be years. You know, and it's kind of scary and not like it's scary because I hate the idea of being out of control and being completely rational, right? But at the same time, I'm comforted to know that this is also a normal part of life. You having a breakdown is not something that makes you a freak, it's not something that makes you a failure, it's just part of being a person. And so when I think about breaking points that I've experienced and will experience my whole life uh, and how to better handle it and notice it a little earlier so it's not quite such a blow up um, is, okay, well, how do I recover from a breaking point? How do I take care of this? And the, going back to our first episode, Define Resilience, well, I guess, yeah, our third episode, Define Resilience. Resilience is a huge part about handling your breaking points. It's all about the ability to bounce back. That's what gets you through your breaking points. It doesn't mean you don't break down. You have to. Your brain needs you to. Your brain needs a freaking break. Um, but it's also just understanding how to step back up. And here's some things as I was researching this topic. Here's um, some things that they recommended. Um, first and foremost, just stop. Stop doing what you're doing and breathe. And that's really hard. Like I know when I'm, and I think I'm the, not the only one, but when I'm super high anxiety or super high stress, it's really hard just to go, whoa, 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 calm down. So one, stop what you're doing and breathe. Um, then write down the things that are causing you stress. I actually had a therapist recommend this is look, write down everything that's causing you anxiety. And even when the page is really long, like once it was out of my head and on something physical, it helped diminish my stress a lot. One, I knew I wouldn't forget anything because that's one of my things. But two, I also knew that looking at it on paper, it just was more doable. I don't know what it is about writing things down. Maybe I just have to do more research in it. And that's kind of, that, that actually was a big help for me personally. Uh, understanding what's actually causing your stress I know the majority of the time when I'm stressed out about something, it comes out like, oh my gosh, my son's acting crazy or works hard. But usually there's something deeper than that. It's, it's I'm really tired. I haven't gone to sleep for the last few days. 
or I feel like a failure because my project didn't go well, or I'm lonely and I'm having a hard time. And it bleeds out into other stuff. And it doesn't mean that those things like kids being frustrating or work being frustrating doesn't cause stress. But usually those things getting worse for me is a sign that there's something deeper going on that I need to address or all the other things in life are just going to get hard. You know, and of course, talk it out. When you're having a really hard time and the stress is just building and building and you're not seeing an escape for it, talk to someone. Talk to someone. I, it could be a stranger. It could be a therapist. It could be a friend. It could be a parent. I don't care. Talk to someone. It will help a lot. It will just help. You, one, say it out loud and not talking to yourself or muttering yourself into a spiral. Um, But also just helps you get some feedback. Even if it's not someone talking to you, just talking and seeing their reaction, seeing their body language just helps a lot. And then, you know, ask for help. Ask for help. If you're having a really hard time and you're reaching a breaking point and you know what is causing your breaking point, it's easier to ask for help. If you know that your house is being a disaster is just crushing you right now, ask for help to clean your house. Yes, it sucks. Yes, it hurts our pride. But really, you snapping is going to be a lot more damaging than asking for help is. And just do something that gets your endorphins going again. Now, I I say this, and I want to be very empathetic to my friends and listeners who have depression or have high or have generalized high anxiety, you know, stuff where hormones make this a lot more difficult and brain balance makes this a lot more difficult. And that may or may not this get this, you know, get moving, get exercise and get your endorphins back up doesn't necessarily work the same way. But anything you can do that kind of just lets you take a deep breath in a positive way. In any way, get your endorphins moving. If it means sitting down and watching an episode of your favorite show, don't binge watch because I'm guilty of that. Um, or going on a walk or going to an art museum. Just try to do something that brings you a little bit of joy as best as you can at the time. Yeah, just understand that, guys, Everyone, everyone's in this together. And I feel like that's a constant theme of these particular episodes because every single person that I've interviewed and has gone through something has needed other people's support to go through it or is needing people's support to keep going through what they're going through right now. So be patient with yourself, be patient patient with others, and be empathetic. When you witness someone's breaking point, don't necessarily jump to the fact that they're a crazy person. Just take a second and think, okay, is this something else or is this a breaking point? And just be empathetic. We, we're all going through this. We're all having a hard time. And understanding that uh, or helping people understand that they're not alone is a big part of this. So I hope that as you think of breaking points, I think of the ones that you've experienced, you're more empathetic to others' breaking points. I know, I know for me and some of the breaking points I've had, it's just crushing and overwhelming. And at the end of the day, even though I wasn't happy I had them, they, they were my body and mind's way of telling me you've had enough. And sometimes the thing I've had enough of is how I've acted to something or how I'm reacting to a situation, right? So just try to be in tune, try to be aware. And as you're feeling that pressure and as you're feeling that, that constant, I can't take a deep breath because I have this pressure on my chest. I don't know how you guys feel stress or anxiety, but that's kind of how it visualize it for me. But understand that people have your back. And if 
you need a break and if you need to deep take a deep breath, don't ignore it. Your body's telling you something. Listen to your body, listen to your brain, and take care of you. You're awesome, and you don't want to push yourself farther than you need to. There are times where we're absolutely going to have to push ourselves to our limits, and that is part of growing. But there are other times where we don't need to be working so hard as we are. We don't have to be stretching ourselves so much and doing so much damage to ourselves because we won't ask for help when we can. So just take a moment. If you're feeling that pressure and that weight, take a moment to see what you're missing. Take a moment to see if you're carrying a burden you don't need to and reach out. Reach out. Even if, you know, you never talk to me in person and you're one of my listeners, first of all, thank you. I really appreciate that. And if you just need someone to understand for a second that what you're going through is hard, seriously message me. I'm all yours. Life's hard. Life's heavy. But we're all in this together. And there are a lot of amazing people out here, out in this world that have your back. Even if you don't feel like it, just start looking, start reaching, and and they'll show up. Have a great day, guys. I can't wait for you to hear the next episode. Um, It's an interview by Rob Temple. He's a stage hypnotist. And he actually has a really interesting take, not just on the hypnotism, which is super interesting, but also on the role courage needs to play in our lives. So I hope you tune in.